T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The holidays are a time for bowl games. Nick's ready. Snap back to throw. Pressure comes. Throws it. Hot. Touchdown. Touchdown. Next score. Chase Conner. Chase Carter, but how about a job by Bo Nix with heavy pressure in his face? This is a College Bowl Week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Online at modspdx.com. Dirt and Spray on 1080. The Fan. Hey, 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 happy Wednesday morning, all you beautiful radio listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful post-Christmas coma return to work party. Luke Anderson filling in for Dirt and Sprague behind the board. It looks like a very, very intense Will Ordner this morning. Will, what's going on, bud? Not much. I'm not intense. This you is look just intense. my face. That's just your face? Well, That's I'm a little sleepy. Face. I've got a little, uh, I don't know, RBF is the way that I'm going to phrase it. Do you? I oh, mean, yeah. I've not noticed that. I mean, you're a big mountain of a man, I suppose, so uh, maybe there's some intimidation factor. I, you searching for those buttons, I was like, Man, should I even uh, should I even introduce him, or should I let no, him do what I, he's doing? I got it. I know all what right. I'm doing over here. We're yeah. all right. All right. Half yeah. of my uh, half of my job gets made easy because it's uh, bowl week. Bowl week. Exciting. It's very exciting. Um, there's a lot of bowl games. Do you know how many bowl games there are uh, this year? Forty six. Oh, I thought it was forty one. That's maybe. too many. But maybe I'm know. not counting the playoff games. But I don't. Either way, there's 40-plus bowl games. How many have you watched? Uh, well, I produced the pilots, so I usually <laughs> watch a couple during the okay, pilot that games. That doesn't count. You had it on, you had it on, on while only. you were here. Because I've done that. I've had a couple games on. I've Actually, I think I've had more FCS playoff games on while I'm doing shows in here. Oh. I've not even turned on the TV yet this morning because I'm nothing. Obviously, live is on, so who cares? I didn't either. But, uh, but yeah, no, I've watched more FCS playoff games. You give me a choice between, you know, one of the Dakotas playing against another directional state school. Let's go. I watched Villanova against South Dakota State. Come on. Let's hey, go Jackrabbits. North Dakota State versus Montana was electric. I think that was a double OT game. Yeah. And it finished because North Dakota State couldn't get the two-point conversion. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I was making the comment, and you played FCS football, yeah? I played D two. Oh, I D2. played against FCS teams. Okay, so you so you played a lot of these teams, but mm-hmm. but I was making the comment watching uh, the the Jackrabbits against the the uh, Wildcats, uh, which you just say that like it sounds FCS right there, anyways. Exactly. So you don't even really need to name the schools. Uh, but as you go down the ranks of football, I don't know about you, but I'm way more of an NFL guy than college. Mm. Uh, it, it depends. A big-time college football game, 
I think I prefer over an NFL game. Ooh. But if you went like pure pound for pound, like a Sunday versus Saturday, I'm probably going Sunday. Okay, college football playoff game versus final regular season game with playoff implications. I won't even say NFL playoff game. Ooh, so you're talking like Green Bay, Detroit last year versus... Yeah, well, like Minnesota, Detroit this year should be that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got, I mean, even this weekend, you've got Detroit uh, playing against uh, uh, Los Angeles. You've got the Seahawks, the rest of the Seahawks schedule is going to be playoff implications. I mean, there's only two games left, but uh, Uh... yeah, playoff implications week 17 or 18 in the NFL versus the college football playoff. I think it's I think it's different because this year I'm going college football playoff really? because, because I of think Washington? No, because all four teams I think are pretty even. Okay. Like in the past you've had playoff games, I mean, shoot, Georgia versus TCU last year where you knew yeah. you know one of the teams is going to blow the other one out and then the 2-3 matchup would be decent. Like this yeah. year if they had put FSU in even though I might believe that FSU deserves to be in because they won the games they were supposed to. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a horrible game and I wouldn't want to watch that. Michigan would have blown them out of the water. Sure. You have four pretty even teams. I'm going to go playoffs okay. over implications because like Seahawks games, yeah, they have implications. Yep. But this week Steelers are probably already out. Maybe they can fight. Well, they got to win. They got to win last weekend, right? Didn't they? Th- yeah, they beat. Yeah, they yeah. beat Cincinnati. Yeah, but... so that's a. They're, they're, so they're still in the thick of it in in the yeah. AFC. So they're both right there, and whatever. Close enough. Whatever. So you're taking mm-hmm. college football playoff. Uh, how about over a wild card game? Any wild card. Any game. wild card game. Again, I, yeah, that's fair. I think it, I'm right. going college football playoff because you are going to have some snoozers in there. I mean, I got you. Someone has to make it out of the NFC South. <laughs> Maybe even two teams. Do you really want to no, watch? No, they better not have two teams. Do you really want to watch? Because Tampa Bay has to play New Orleans still. Right. And I think true. those are the two most likely teams to come out. Atlanta, I don't think they want to. No, Atlanta, Atlanta's okay. done. And we know that the Panthers are already eliminated. Yeah. So it's between the Saints and the Bucks, and they have to play against each other. Uh, Saints already lost uh, their Thursday night game against. Right, that probably eliminated the yeah. two NFC South teams, but still, well, like, one of the second one, yeah. You're gonna have some Fair. snoozers. Uh, you might, you might have, you might have a couple snoozers in the uh, in the division in the, round in, in the college football playoff, though. Too, I well, hate to say it. I hope not. This so year feels well. different. I, it I'm with feels you. different. Well, I, I've, I've, we've also talked about this ad nauseum, at least on shows that I'm on, where there are two different types of great football games. Well, I guess there's three. There's three different types of great football games. There are ones that are accidentally great where you get, uh, we'll just use a, the the most common example of this, is Boise State beating Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that game was very exciting for Boise State going into that game, but most people are going like, oh, yeah, Oklahoma's going to wipe the floor with them. That game ends up being great. Every week in college football, you get one. Why is this Team X hanging with Team Y? Right. How is that possible? Those are great games, but they don't have what, game b has which is dude it's just all the hype mm-hmm. in the world and college football uses this a lot more than the nfl because most nfl games have the potential to be very good games right but where you have and, and we were kind of talking about this early in this college football season because i don't know if it was week i think it was week three maybe week four there was no games worth getting excited about there's no big names playing against big names there was mm-hmm. no everything's on the line type of games here's two college football playoff teams that can make it so you have to have those hypes both college Football playoff games have the hype going into them, and certainly all the teams do. So you have that. And then the game can, you know, oftentimes be a letdown. But having two, three, four, five weeks to be like, oh my God, this game is going to be amazing. The Super Bowl is great at this because it's two weeks of just pure, unadulterated football in the veins type hype, right? Right. Is the game always great? No. no. Of course it's not. Seahawks Broncos. There you go. Well, for a Seahawks fan, that game was awesome. I loved it. But, but I know the yeah, Broncos yeah, yeah. didn't love it. Yeah, of course. Well, in most of the country, it was like, all right, well, this is foregone conclusion. But every once in a while, you get the Patriots down 28-3 and something happens. Right. And there you go. Uh, and then you get the ones that are great hype and great game, and it just ends up being everything. And those are obviously the, the best football games. But you can't you can't promise that. And that's it's just football in general. Like TCU, I know that they got absolutely annihilated last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did the Ducks uh, uh, going into uh, the season playing against Georgia last year. Yeah, but those games, 
it's they oftentimes when a team is outmatched by that much, it's just a matter of like, all right, can you execute early and often enough to make the team that's supposed to win pucker late in the game? Or every time you take a chance, it ends up being a pick or a pick six or whatever it is, and it very quickly gets lopsided. And then once it gets lopsided, you play with desperation because college football teams hate to tell everybody this, they're not balanced football teams. No. Like, you watch the the Ravens 49ers. Like, the 49ers kind of got their ass kicked in that game, but they threw four picks, and, you know, for all intents and purpose, they were, you know, playing from behind the entire time, and they're not built to play from behind, but they never got beat 53 to nothing. Like, they were never, they were never going to get just absolutely annihilated because they're a lot more balanced football team. Man, you let it start sliding – TCU playing from pure desperation where Georgia can just sit back and go, you throw it, we'll pick it. You try to press uh, coverage on our guys, we're going to beat you. You try to blitz, we're going to read it. We're going to have an open back end of your defense, and we're just going to expose you again and again and again. And it gets completely out of hand. I don't think TCU is that many points worse than Georgia. That just game just didn't work out in their favor. Well, it's they- also the the how mummy theory of – if you lose by one or if you lose by 50, you still lost. So Very you true. might as well lose going out on your shield. It, yeah, it's just a snowball effect, too, though. Football just right. has that more than any other sport where right. it's like, man, once once you're down in the dumps, there's your options become limited. And mm-hmm. if those options aren't good options, it gets really ugly. Right. We've gotten off the point that I was trying to get to. Watching FCS football, you played Division Two football. Mm-hmm. The one thing that is always amazing to me and super fun about watching the lower levels of college football or even covering high school football, which hopefully the fan will get back to, which I've always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Man, special teams is a wild card. Oh, there's like, always something happening. Dude, you watch you watch an NFL game and it's like, all right, here comes a 50-yard field goal. Feels pretty automatic. Mm-hmm. Like You're like, well, they could miss it, but they're probably not going. 35-yard field goal? 35-yard field goal? automatic they had to move the extra point back because it was too easy for those guys man you watched well i mean you played it I mean, division two did you ever feel comfortable when a field goal was going up we had a year at central yep in college you kick a pat from the three yard line yeah we didn't have a game where we made every single one <laughs> we went an entire year 12 games and and we were more more prolific offenses in uh... four kickers, <laughs> four kickers. We were a playoff team that year. Didn't have a game where we made every extra point. Uh, Not okay. one. Yeah, that's fantastic, though, isn't it? Not for our ST coordinator. He of he had to go somewhere. Not. Else. But dude, like that's the worst job in the world. Being a special teams coordinator for D two, like that is a. Hi, welcome to welcome to coaching football. Here's your first job. If you can survive this, you can keep keep you coaching sur- football. It's the ultimate. Like if you can survive this, you can survive anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I felt bad for him because like we'd switch. We went to sure. different kicker. We I think at one point we had like a wide receiver kicking. Of course for you us. did. Didn't of have a shot. You tried did. to go for two. Uh, and we were we were good. We were a playoff team. Yes. Didn't make every single one. Were None there, of those kickers came back. Were, were Not those? One. Were those uh, were their their games where you're like, watch out, they got a kicker that's like fifty percent. These guys are really good. He, I, I heard this guy kicked a forty yarder. Yeah, there were times like we won a game one of one of the years I was there. We won a game off a forty two yarder that hit the, the crossbar the, the upright. It hit the bottom. The it crossbar. Hit, yeah, it hit yeah, the crossbar the, and bounced uprights. in. Sorry, it hit the crossbar yeah. and bounced in. That's how we won that forty two yarder. He made that. There was a second left. They ran the kick back, so the other team should have beat us, but they they threw oh. uh, they threw the ball forward by like Oh it, gotcha. It was yeah. just barely a yep. forward pass. It like the guy jumped like a yard in front to catch it instead yeah. of like staying behind. That's funny. So yeah, you want to talk about special teams? I know I do. Chaos? I love yes. that that game in itself. There was a yeah. blocked field goal in that game. Yes. Crazy yeah. times, dude. Yeah, I was, Crazy I was, times. I was watched, so in the uh, South Dakota Villanova game, mm-hmm. I watched uh, the the punter kick the ball into the back of one of his uh, blockers, 
<laughs> like one of the up the what do you call them the protectors yeah bounced it off the back of a protector so the guy's like seven yards in front just gets drilled with a punt awesome uh no nobody really in any vicinity to block it this is just standard punt just whoops sorry meant to kick that up in the air instead i kicked it into your back <laughs> and then on a kickoff the return man uh goes to catch it deflects off of his hand Rolls to the back of the end zone, one yard from going out of bounds in the back of the end zone, picks it up, gets out of the end zone by a yard, yard and a half, fumbles it on the one, they at least recovered it. So they got on a kickoff field position, one half yard line. Hey. So awesome. Dude, it's just it's like just that. but the, we watch if you're if you're an NFL fan like I am, NFL first, or like even to your point, like a major college football game gets you excited. You have to appreciate how good the special teams are, man. Watch another a, a rung below that, and it's like, oh. man, these guys go for two every time. Yeah, they don't have a kicker. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> why. This coach, this D2 coach, man, he sure is aggressive. No, no, he's not. No, he hates <laughs> soccer players. That's the that's the true key. He refuses to recruit, recruit Eastern Europe. He refuses to use one of his scholarships because he only has 26 of them on a guy who only kicks. Uh. Amen to that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this week, for the rest of this week, bowl week, you've got me, Luke Anderson. You've got that, that guy, Will Ortner. Uh, Swag was supposed to be here. He's uh, apparently fighting the uh, Melly Kaliki COVID uh, that he picked up in Hawaii. So uh, he will be out, uh, but he has promised us he will be available if we need anything remotely. So if we need remote assistance, we've got that. Dirt and Sprague are back after the first of the year. Uh, we're going to continue through and get you ready for uh, Ducks versus Liberty. Is there a worse bull, bull draw than that? Uh, not in the New Year Sixes. No, that's pretty terrible. And we'll get ready for the college football playoff. We will get ready for uh, the the weekend that will be in the NFL. We've got plenty to get to. Um, you want to start off with kind of a little recap of the NFL weekend? Because might as well. I have not done that. We didn't have any luck. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I've shows here. Um, so we'll start there. We've got to get to the record-breaking Detroit Pistons. We'll get to college football. There's going to be a lot. It's going to be a fun week, so stick with us. It is a Luke and Will edition of Dirt and Sprague in the Morning on 1080 The Fan. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Yeah, that's right. Shout out to Mods PDX. 
Also, shout out to Dirt and Sprague. Those are the two people mentioned in there. Neither of them here in studio. But I know them both, and they're both wonderful. So uh, there you go. Luke Anderson, Will Ortner filling in for you. College Bowl week this week. So let's talk some NFL. Uh, first thing I need to know from you, Mr. Ortner. Yes, sir. How do you feel about the uh, Christmas weekend being consumed by the NFL? Enveloped. Three days of nonstop football. Uh, seemed like a very, very good time for a lot of football fans. Not so much for their wives. Well, as someone who doesn't have a wife, yeah. uh, I was fine. I could do whatever I wanted. I'll be honest. I forgot that there was NBA Christmas Day basketball. Oh, That's, I didn't. I I knew that there was, but I gave it no zero attention. Less than zero. Had attention. No idea. When I opened up X on Christmas night, yeah, yeah. at like ten o'clock to see the LeBron like flop and then grab his leg, like oh, I've been shot, and then he was fine later. I was, I, I like, thought he lost a leg. I thought it was from Christmas Eve. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, normally they play basketball today, yeah, but there was football because it's Monday and we got three games and they were awesome. Uh, was it three games on Saturday and then the the rest of the slate on Sunday and then three on uh, Monday, right? Is that you, well, and there was a Thursday in there too. Oh yeah, thir- when Thursday night was a playoff implication. Two seven and seven. That teams was a going big game. Each other. Yeah, so yeah, it was. It honestly, the NFL, it's only a matter of time before they just dominate any holiday after Labor Day. Like, after Labor Day, if you're a holiday, they are going to be playing a game on one of those days. And everyone's going to watch it. And it it, it could be the worst matchup ever. Only two two games on Saturday in my head now that I'm recounting. But anyways, go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking, Sunday night football, the game was the Denver Broncos who are pretty much eliminated from the playoffs. They would need a lot of help. And And the the New England Patriots. And I guarantee you the ratings that that stupid game got dominated you see the uniforms they're wearing dude it dominated the nfl is king and nothing is close yeah the funny the funny thing is so we were um after after the sinner insane on saturday uh my wife and i uh took the kids went down to vegas my Mm. brother-in-law lives down there and my wife uh she's like that was a lot of football but it was always on at my brother-in-law's house not because he is a huge nfl fan but his girlfriend is and so she is all in. So I say to the chagrin of some wives, I mean my wife, because uh, she's like, that was a lot of football. And the thing was, when we all went to play golf a couple times in Vegas, football was still on. No, you got to have it on your phone or in, in your ear. Well, they're play- Well, no, not not with us. Like I kept up. Oh, with, at the house. At the house, because she stayed back with my brother, my brother-in-law's girlfriend and the kids, and they're even playing like video games and stuff because they got a video game for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she still has it on on her phone, keeping an eye on what's going on. So the she NFL rocks. is not exclusive just to you know you and I. That's right. Uh, but yeah, it definitely it definitely dominates and takes over the Christmas weekend. And with somebody with two seven year olds at home, it you can certainly see how it distracts from some of the festivities. <laughs> but at the same time, this year I I've, I've watched more football games. I actually am starting to watch more basketball games with just no sound on oh, and yeah. just having them on in the background. It is such a good backdrop to any holiday festivities because you don't need to have it where it takes over and dominates. Right. Um, and t- yeah, like the Patriots Broncos is a perfect example. Who cares? Like who cares who wins this game? But you'd still look up and go, Russell Wilson get hurt yet? Are they take cutting him off? Are they cutting him off? Like, cutting him? No. What's happening here? Or- Ortner Christmas Eve. We're at my aunt and uncle's. The games are pretty much on on mute for the most yep. part so that people can talk to each other while sure, they're yeah. eating, yep. while we're, you know, giving presents to the cousins, the whole nine yards. Guess what stayed on the entire time? Yeah, of course. It's right there, and yep. you can just kind of look up. You can be having a conversation, then you'll look up and be like, oh, what's the score? Oh, yeah. that referee just tripped Lamar Jackson in the end zone? How is that fair? That was fantastic. How is that well, a safety? That, you know what? In fairness, he shouldn't be so fast. He he did not it's give his, the referee time to get out of the can way. Can you imagine if the Ravens would have actually lost that game? Like if the Ravens oh, lost sure. that game by, let's say five points. Yeah. Well, if they lose by two, how <laughs> ballistic do you think Baltimore fans go? Well, but just reverse that too, where put that in the fourth quarter instead of the first quarter. True. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's so much of football is timing and when things happen. Like early mm-hmm. in the game, eh, we'll recover two points, whatever. Yeah. 
But yeah, you have that happen later. I mean, luckily, the, the, we, you don't have to worry about those controversies. But yeah, it is always fun to think about exactly what that is. Like what but, could have happened. But I mean, you bring up, you, as a perfect example, you bring up the, the Broncos Patriots game. And it'll be a great game. Yeah. No, it did. I mean, the, the Seahawks Tennessee like, Titans like, game. Like, I, I'm looking up going, did they fire Belichick yet during the game? And I'm like, wait, they're going to win this thing. And then, like, then they're going to lose it. And now it's like, it. Is yeah. Bailey Zappi kind of decent? So someone has to take a look at him. Like, I don't know. Just looking at his face, I'm like, he doesn't really have the look. No, nah, neither does Brock Purdy. He doesn't have the name. You can't. You Purdy. can't have a quarterback with Zappi. Uh, it just doesn't work. But hey, I stayed here late. I I was a I was working a pilots game. I was producing. They're out in Hawaii in the uh, the Hard Rock Classic. Or yep. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, man, they were out in Hawaii. I know that. I stayed in. I stayed an extra thirty minutes here so that I could finish watching the Seahawks Tennessee Titans game, a game that should not have been good, but was kind of greatness because the Seahawks are horrible on offense. Well, they're just so inconsistent. Like, like even with even with Drew Locke, their defense has been inconsistent too. Though they give up just some of the more head scratching plays. Like they'll just be like. All right, that was this. This is a definite three and out. It's third and fourteen. It's like oh, they give up twenty eight yards. Yeah. Like, How did that? They're happen? very frustrating to watch. Right. And I, I made the claim that you know with this stretch, they've they've already beaten Tennessee. Mm-hmm. wasn't pretty, but they beat Tennessee. Got it done. Uh, they have the Steelers at home. They finish on the road against the Cardinals, who are eliminated from playoffs. If you can't win those three straight games, you don't belong in the playoffs. And I don't want to watch you in the playoffs. You right. may still make the playoffs, but you need to go 3-0 down the stretch. You should. And yep. Steelers coming into town, uh, I don't know what it is about Mike Tomlin. He does not have losing seasons. We were debating on Saturday whether or not he is the greatest coach or the worst coach to have. Uh, but he wins a lot, a lot of football games. And another one against Cincinnati and you know the Jake Browning, the unstoppable Jake Browning train uh, finally came to a stop. Um, but... I don't feel very comfortable about this game on Sunday. No, if if I was a Seahawks fan, I wouldn't because it's so feast or famine. <sighs> it's either you are driving to score a touchdown, and the minute you get that first first down, you're golden, or you will have four three and outs in a mm-hmm. row because they, for whatever reason, they seem to refuse to use the middle of the field. Yep. And then if Kenneth Walker is in there and you're getting a push – from your your two guards in your center, he can run the ball well. And and I really do think he's an electric player. He is, yeah. But if there is no push on that offensive line and on first down it turns into second and nine, second and eight. They're gonna run it again. And then and then it'll be third and long. And, and then you long. gotta hope that DK makes yeah. a crazy play or Tyler Lockett catches it before he falls to the ground. He so loves no falling it. to the ground. There he's is like, no, do not hit me. There, there is no player no that is better. more allergic to contact. The Tyler Lockett. No one better, though. But he's so smart because he understands, like, if he gets hit, he will probably die. Like, he is a very small man. Yeah, he's not big. He, he is an average man who just got really lucky that he can run a 4-4. Yeah, yeah. That's what he is. And he is smart enough to be like, you know what? It's yep. good for my career. I'm going to get down. He's anti-Wes Welker. Yes, Wes Welker's yeah. like, I am going to run I'm, through people. I'm going to show everyone I'm tough. I'm bigger than this linebacker in my heart. Like, and it's like, no, well, yeah, not. maybe in your heart, but guess what? You're also uh, higher up on the concussion list than he is. Right. You'll win so. the first one, but uh, yeah. the third or fourth one, you're not winning. Tyler Lockett's like, I'd like to keep this career going. Yeah. One of the frustrating things, uh, this last Sunday aside, uh, but from watching the 49ers uh, versus watching the Seahawks, mm-hmm is the way that they spread the ball around. Christian McCaffrey gets a lot of carries. He gets a, yeah. he gets a lot of targets. But the creative ways they get the ball into Debo Samuel's hand, mm-hmm. into George Kittle's hand, into Brandon Ayuk's hand, and just trying to figure it out. You look at the weapons that the Seattle Seahawks have, and I'm not saying they're Christian McCaffrey. They certainly don't have a George Kittle on their on their tight end roster, but they've got decent tight ends. Will Disley's yeah. always been a good receiving tight end. Noah Fant seems to make big plays mm-hmm. on occasion, but he also disappears for big stretch. But DK, I put him up there as as a comparable to the athleticism that some of those wide receiver has. Oh, yeah. Is he as versatile? Honestly, I have no idea. You see him get a wide receiver screen and watch him just run over the defensive backs for oh, four yeah. yards, even if he gets tackled at the line of scrimmage. I'm like, how do we not do that? 
at least once a series. Right. It just try to get it in there to that guy with zero yards and then let him pick up a few. They just they and with Shane Waldron, that was the whole idea, bringing him in from the Rams. He's the the offensive game coordinator, whatever he was. He wasn't the passing game coordinator. Passing game coordinator for yep. the Rams. Thank you. And then and then coming over as your OC and having him be creative with it just does not seem to exist. And if you can open up lanes for for Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonneau or Charbonnet, who has he's been, very good as well. Yeah. Exactly. You get these guys that and they have two different running styles. It feels like you can have a mix it up offense with this. And it's just like, nah, Pete Carroll's influence is a little too strong. I was gonna say, I wonder how much of it is Pete of like this is what I have done for years and it's yep. successful. And to be fair to him, it is successful. It yep. won him a Super Bowl. Last year, you had no business being in the playoffs you were in. This year, I'd make the argument that you're maybe a little bit better than yeah. last year. But I'm not saying that you should be a shoe in for the playoffs. And right now, you kind of control your own destiny. To you you 100% do. Like, I just, for me, when I look at this team, you have an electric slot wide receiver who is young in JSN. And oh, for how sure. they don't yep. use Smith and Jigba on more jet sweeps jet sweep, and, yep. or or use him on slants yep use him on five yard in so he's running across the middle they yep. just seem to refuse to use the middle of the field yep. and if you use the middle of the field that's going to open up more of those big play shots at dk so he what? doesn't have to catch it over two guys and doesn't it make your linebackers freeze for half a second when you mm-hmm. snap the ball so that when you are running the ball off tackle mm-hmm. up the middle uh, you're trying to run a counter with a some of the cutbacks that that uh, Kenneth Walker has oh, to, yeah. has to make. Like you go, did he just run the ball 75 yards to get 15? Oh, half the time it's 80 <laughs> to get two. Yes, and you go and you go. Okay, well he has the ability to do it. Just run an inside mm-hmm. trap, whatever it is. But if you can get those those linebackers to have to look over at the direction of number 11 and go. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not jumping on this right away. Right. It, it just makes such a big difference. Well, and and, and then, let DK Tyler Lockett. We know is not going to take a bunch of hits. Let right. DK take all of them. Yeah, he'll be just fine. Just get him out there. We know he's a deep threat, but yeah, just mm-hmm. get him the ball. And then you know what? If if you get a corner that's coming up to hit him mm-hmm. three four yards from the line of scrimmage, you do that half a dozen times in a football game, you're going to flinch. Oh, yeah. When he'll he comes to hit you, mm-hmm. and then you do a little deke step, step outside, and then he has that speed where if he gets up the sideline, he's picking up forty yards. Oh, hundred percent. Well, it's just I don't know. The well, big it, thing too, you is... and I are so much smarter at football than the Seahawks offense quarterback. Oh, well, that's, clearly, I think, I think that's the point. Of this. Hey, clearly, academic uh, all GNAC. Let's go. That's. Right. <laughs> uh, I do forget. want. I do want to look at the uh, at the playoff implications going into this weekend. We did not do a very good recap of what happened this last weekend, so we will kind of pair those. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
And uh, I have a thought uh, that pertains to the Oregon Ducks and the Seattle Seahawks, and I want to get your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. I've shared it on air already, but uh, I don't think you know what it is, so I'd like to get your uh, genuine response. But first... I wish that I could fly into the sky This is College Bowl Week with Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. No dirt, no sprag. Luke Anderson, Will Ortner filling in for the guys. I guess I should say no swag either. Uh, we will uh, have the return of your morning show right after the first of the year. Everybody will be back for the recap of what will be College Bowl Week. But for now, uh, we're holding down the fort. And right now we're talking NFL. Uh, we'll get into some college football a little bit later. Will Ortner has already uh, declared that he could not be more excited about the college football playoff. Couldn't be. And the matchups. So I think we'll start hour two there. I Pants are tight. Very excited. What does that mean? What does that imply? It means I need to buy bigger pants. Yeah, let's we'll get bigger pants. That's Don't the issue. That. Too, too much uh, squats. Do you, do you get excited about football and then put on your old football pants? I don't have any old football pants. I do have some old football jerseys. I know you were wearing I, one the other day. I did day. wear one the other day. I was doing that for the kids. Yeah, I know. You, you keep saying that, uh, but I don't remember seeing my... any children around here. Well, that's because they were at the school. I couldn't bring the kids here. That would be weird. You could have pulled off the jersey in between. I, it it might have been duct taped. <laughs> duct taped to what? To me, my shirt. Why? Well, because uh, you don't let your jersey hang low. It would have looked like a dress. That's ridiculous. So <laughs> I duct taped the jersey up so it sits almost like a crop top, you know, because like back in the 80s and 90s, like University yeah, I, of Miami, they have the crop tops. I remember. You duct tape your jersey now so it's a crop top, and what? then you can have your shirt underneath it hang out so then no one will see your big fat belly. We had somebody hem our uh, jerseys. Uh, like I don't know if it was one of the parents hem or someone who was in high school. Yeah, they would go and, yeah, do you know what that means? Yeah, you like sew them so they're small. Yeah, so you don't have to yeah. duct tape to them. Yeah, yeah uh, but yeah, we had, uh, I mean, fairness, I also played high school football in the 90s. Uh, so we had them where they had the elastic so they would stay up. Uh, so you would look uh, cropped, as it were. So we did not have to worry about that. No, no. Duct taping is a big thing. I did like, because my dad was wearing the Why other jersey, tape? so I just show. Well, yeah. you do it double-sided, and it stays up, and then they can't really grab your your jersey as well. Yeah. Also, Velcro. So you'll Velcro them to your pads. Yeah, yeah I get that. Did you spray them down with Pam as well? No. Uh, no, no. You ever hear of that? The, yeah, you get a little kitchen oil on no, there and gr- gr- grease up. Vaseline on the arms. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's about the extent I went, though. Yeah. Well, that's why you were D2. <laughs> I wasn't willing to go full bore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sweet. Uh, all right. So um, we were talking a little NFL football. Uh, this last weekend, uh, we learned uh, a little bit more about what the playoff picture is going to look like. We're talking about the Seahawks. Uh, they get the win against Tennessee at Tennessee. I don't know if that was the toughest test on their list because they've got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming to town this week, uh, and then the Arizona Cardinals uh, are hosting them next week. That's how they finish out their season. Uh, we're talking about how their offense seems to stall, and they don't really get the ball to playmakers as much as they should. I have this idea in my head, mm-hmm. and I could be way off on it, but watching a lot of Ducks football and watching a lot of Seahawks football do you think I'm way off base or maybe right on? Would Bo Nix possibly be the perfect quarterback for Pete Carroll's offense? I have been beating that drum for a very long time. It's a guy that makes the decisions as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. He can run, but is not his first option. Right. He just wants to get the ball out. There is nobody in college football, and this is statistically speaking, not my observation, that gets the ball out quicker. And mm-hmm. makes the decision, makes reads quicker than Bo Nix. And is more efficient. Yes. That's the big key there. No one was more efficient. This That was his whole Heisman campaign. He is the most efficient quarterback in college football. I would like Bo Nix because when you look at this, even the biggest Geno Smith believers have to understand what Geno is. And he's a stopgap quarterback. Yep. He's not going to be your quarterback in five years. He's just too old. Sure. And if Drew Locke truly was the QB of the future, Drew Locke would have won that job by now. Yeah, I would think Did so Did he as well. come in in his two backup starting games and when he came in for a drive or two against the Giants look better than what he had in the past? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I totally think that. He's, yeah, he's but perfectly serviceable. Sure. 
But is he your quarterback of the future? No, because I think he would have gone out and won that job. So to me, I think if you have an opportunity to go out and get Penix or Bo Nix, I truly do think that Carroll and his staff should do that. I The part that worries me is I think if they could have gotten the guy they wanted, they would have gotten Richardson this year, which makes uh, me worry yeah. that they would go after Daniels, the LSU QB. Yeah, see, that's that's one of the things that concerns me as well, is the idea that the running quarterback was a solution. Russell Wilson had some special years in Seattle. There's no question about it. They mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl. They went to a second, and they won a ton of football games right. with him. But at the same time, it was as the relationship deteriorated, it was very difficult to watch him hold on to the ball and hold on to the ball. Now, somebody that can make a quick decision and get out of the pocket and run, thats it's mm-hmm. wonderful, and I think everybody would want that. If everyone could have Lamar Jackson, they would. But the, the a more amazing thing about Russell Wilson's tenure in Seattle is that he never got hurt. And that was yeah, the thing the that end. was that was really more miraculous. But they went to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl when they had the highest paid offensive line in football. Mm-hmm. And they did that when they had a underpaid, overperforming quarterback. Mm-hmm. And once he got paid and they could no longer pay the offensive line, that strategy looked more and more detrimental. Now, Russell Wilson throws a wonderful deep ball and this big strike offense which was really fun to watch in the regular season. But when they got to the playoffs, it wasn't an efficient way to win football games. So by going out and getting somebody like Anthony Richardson or Jaden Daniels, you're going to get that element that you're missing now with Geno Smith and Drew Locke, where that Russell Wilson had the ability to run and be the second leading rusher on your team, Mm -hmm. which to me is great. But at the same time, you get a young guy like Anthony Richardson, the first series that I watched him play, I'm like, well, he's not going to make it three, four, five games. There's no way you can stay healthy and do that. He was a guy that was so raw athletically that he could make something out of nothing. But at the same time, he was also so raw as a quarterback where he did not understand the position well enough, where you knew he wasn't going to make enough reads and he was going to try to do too much with his legs. And what did he do? Concussion out for a game, concussion out for a game, then shoulder out for the season. Yeah, I believe so. Or right? it, it might've been a shoulder ding and then whatever then it was, but, but he was, he, he did not finish uh, three games and one of them put him out for the season. Yeah. It's something like that. Min, Minshew has basically gotten snaps in every game this year. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that was very, very predictable. The thing about Russell Wilson coming out too, though, is he played so much quarterback at NC state, mm-hmm. then going to Wisconsin. I mean, he, he took a very academic approach to the game right. and, and that's kind of why it made sense. But I remember Gino going in when Russ hurt his finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, in his final season, and Geno Smith goes in there, and the first thing he does in the first series, where you know it's a guy not taking first team reps, was he got the ball out very quickly, and he got it to DK Metcalf often. Right. And I'm like, when they when they went through the quarterback battle, I went, Geno is going to win this job because that's what this offense needs. It needs mm-hmm. somebody that can be efficient, quick decision making, and go. And that's when they were really good with Russ. That's when they were really good with Geno. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is the the tendency goes, well, I was the highest uh, completion percentage quarterback in the league last year, and, and I won these games in my fourth quarter drives and all of this. You start holding on to the ball, and you do it on third and longs because the, this run game puts you in a lot of third and longs, or the run first philosophy puts you in a lot of third and longs. I just mm-hmm. want to see somebody that can get in there, get the ball out quickly, let your playmakers do their thing. And Bo Nix seems to be that guy. Michael Penix holds onto the ball a lot longer, and right. his weapons are so good mm-hmm. that I think that they sometimes get overshadowed because he was the the Heisman favorite. But I'm sorry, like uh, he you has give those weapons, you give NFL. those weapons to most. Mm-hmm good college quarterbacks and they are maybe not going to have a Heisman year because I don't want to I don't want to insinuate that he's not a special quarterback because he is Mm -hmm. but I think that they're going to have numbers that are going to be pretty outstanding yeah you you have three NFL wide receivers that he's able to throw to I mean you look at the the 
Pac-12 championship game. Well, and McMillan was out until a big chunk of the year. Right. He was out for the first Ducks game. And having mm-hmm. McMillan back in there in that the championship game, huge <laughs> difference. I mean, they went max protection yep. because they knew they couldn't block Oregon's D-line and then just had three guys out in a route, and they still won and yep. were winning one-on-one matchups. The reason I do say Penix as, like, the number two option, because I agree with you. I am yep. full on the Bo Nix hype train. I think Bo Nix also adds uh, something that you don't really have in your offense that you had with Russ, and that's the ability to play action pass where you can get him out on the run. Yep. And it's a flood concept. He's got a guy short. He's got a guy long. He's got a guy in the meet in the middle. And the and quicker you make, make the choice, and the right. quicker you make the choice on those plays, mm-hmm. the, the better they are. And and that's where it starts opening up Noah mm-hmm. Fant and mm-hmm. Parkinson and Didsley because now that's where you want those tight ends and you want one of them back in that fullback position. And all of a sudden, everything just starts to open yeah. up. Plus, he can run. The, uh, the reason I do say Penix, though, is I do think he is efficient with the ball. He does hold on to the ball a little bit longer. He got bolstered by having the best offensive line. Yep. Literally, they got the Joe Moore Award yep. uh, in the entire NCAA. But as I look at the other quarterbacks that you could possibly maybe have a shot at getting, right, yep. he seems like the next best, best option to Bo Nix because you're not getting Caleb Williams and you're not getting Drake. Nix. Well, and I don't, I don't think Bo Nix is projected to be a first-round pick unless somebody – gets him late and it, it all and it's all here's the thing it's all gonna change like who's gonna yeah. have the most impressive workout in shorts and a t-shirt yeah and all of a sudden they'll just jump that's what happened with ryan Tannehill. yeah happened with will levis yeah it's yeah. crazy yeah it's 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 a it's a strange thing but i i just haven't heard any projections obviously with more starts than anybody in college football uh last year people have seen bo Nix and what he can do and he has not been a top guy on any of the draft boards that i've seen mm-hmm. so that's why i really like the idea too because if you're not using uh, trading up and using uh of all your draft capital to get him that's where he becomes that much more valuable and you bring him into camp see what he can do and Again, efficiency, efficiency, efficiency is, is I think, what the Seahawks need at that position. Uh, let's look. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot take order order in the court follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts got the a quick recap of who floundered um and who uh, put themselves in better position uh in the nfl we'll do that to wrap up this hour next it is a ortner and anderson edition of dirt and sprague on 1080 the fan Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Ladies and gentlemen, Luke Anderson, Will Ortner. Uh, We were talking about special teams earlier uh, in uh, lower divisions of college football. Uh, We can also refer to it in lower divisions of uh, sports radio. We will have to punt on this segment. It looks like uh, a little little bit off the clock. to start things off. It but, happens. But, but you know what? We're going to be here all week. You can get plenty of time with us. <clears throat> I do want to talk about rising and falling in the NFL because I, I need to get your thoughts on some of these teams. Uh, had some really strange losses, at least in my mind. Uh, Chiefs losing to the Raiders. Uh, Falcons beating the Jaguars. There's their, uh, Buccaneers beating the Jaguars. There's mm-hmm. a couple things that uh, that I'm very curious about. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll save our breath on it right now. We'll, um, we'll come back. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll go back go back in time um, and, and take a look at that. Um, but what I do want to do is I want to set you up for hour two. Mm-hmm. I want to get you to start thinking about these things. Um, this is a final year of the four-team college football playoff. Next year we go to 12 teams. So I think I think a lot of people are willing to overlook the atrocity that is Florida State not getting in uh, the you know the unfortunate circumstance that we run to every year where the fifth team is probably the better team. You know this happened multiple times. We haven't always had great semifinal games. We've had a few. We haven't had too many great championship games, but we've had a few. What needs to happen 
for the college football playoff, the four-team college football playoff, to redeem itself? Like, what do you need to see this year if you could script out the perfect ending to the era that was the four-team college football playoff? What would it look like? I just want you to think on that. Marinate on that. The Vancouver mm. Ford text line is 503-2-GO-FAN, T-O-G-O-FAN. Send in your thoughts. The Vancouver Ford text line, uh, where your dollar goes further before, during, and after the sale, uh, they treat you right. Um, and then uh, you can just go online to VancouverFord.com. Send us in your thoughts. What If you could script it out, here's what happens Here's how it looks. That's how we're going to start hour two. We're going to do that next. You're listening to a Ortner and Anderson edition of Dirt and Spray on 1080 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 